This is the Kitzer of the Sikha of Shabbos HaGadol in Chelech Yud Beis. The Rebbe begins with the words of the Shalah that says that all the Yom Mtoivim or otherwise any other special dates during the year are connected to the Parsha of the week. So Shabbos HaGadol also has to have a connection to Parsha's Tzav. In many years Parsha's Tzav falls out like in this year on Shabbos HaGadol. So the Rebbe begins with what Alter Rebbe says in Shulchan Aruch. The Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch brings what exactly the Ness of Shabbos HaGadol was. That when the Yidin went to take the carbon Pesach, the Bechayrim of the Mitzrayim came and approached the Yidin and asked them, what is this all about? And the Yidin responded that we're bringing a carbon Pesach on the night that the Ebeshter is going to kill all the Bechayrim and Makis Bechayris. Then when the Bechayrim heard that, they requested of Parai to send the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. And when Parai refused, so a war began between the Bechayr Mitzrayim and Parai, and many, many Mitzrayim were killed amongst each other at that time. It's this nest that we commemorate of Shabbos HaGadol, the Lamakim Mitzrayim Bechireyam. Then the Alter Rebbe says, why do we not celebrate and commemorate this nest on Yud Nisan, which is the day that it happened, like all the Yavim Tevim that are commemorated on the day of the calendar of the month, and we do it on Shabbos. That year, Yud Nisan was on Shabbos, and we celebrate it on Shabbos. And the Al-Tarebbe answers because on Yud Nisan is the yard site of Miriam. And that day was established as a tainus, as it says in Shulchan Aruch, Simen Tov Kuf Pei. So since it's established as a fast, so therefore they pushed off commemorating the nest of Lomakim Etzrayim Bevchereim of Shabbos HaGadol to Shabbos. So the Rebbe over here points out that the Al-Tarebbe in Shulchan Aruch, when he talks about this nest, refers to the nest as a nest Godel. The question is, What's so great about this nest? doesn't seem to be something out of the natural, normal order of things. The Pechayim Mitzrayim heard that they're going to be killed by Marcus Pechayim. So of course they were extremely concerned. They were trying to save their life. So they were fighting to let the Eden go so they shouldn't be killed. What's a nest? And also, did Eden gain anything out of this? The Eden didn't leave Mitzrayim at that point. It was all between the Mitzrayim themselves that they were killed. But Eden didn't gain anything. Then the Rebbe says, the fact that we're pushing off commemorating this Ness because it's the yard set of Miriam, even though Alpin Nigle, it, it makes perfect sense, and they're never bring sources for it. But still, Alpipnimis on Yonim, there has to be a reason why the yard set of Miriam is the cause to push off commemorating the Ness of Shabbos HaGadol. It's not just enough to say that there's a side reason unrelated to Shabbos HaGadol, unrelated to the Ness of Lamakim Etzrayim Bevchereyem that causes to push it off. So what is the connection here? Those are the things that the Rebbe discusses in the Sikhet. So the Rebbe begins by explaining that the greatness of this Ness is the fact that throughout all the generations, there were many different instances where there were Nisim, that Yidin was saved from Goyim, from all kinds of tragedies and all kinds of situations, whether it's Hanukkah, Purim, and so on, but this is the only time when we fight, where we find that there was a fighting amongst the Goyim themselves, that they were killing each other, one another. That's something that we don't find in other, in other Nisim. Right over here, you have the Toikif of Mitzrayim itself, the Bechayre Mitzrayim, which represents the Toikif of Mitzrayim. And they are requesting and demanding that Yidin should be sent out of Mitzrayim, so much so that they themselves are ready to go to war to fight and kill one another so that Yidin should go out of Mitzrayim. So this, that amongst themselves, the Goyim should be killing each other for the sake of the Yidin, is something that you don't find anywhere else. And the Rebbe says, what this represents is, is this hapchech sheichel in That the darkness, the taikif of the Bechayrim of Mitzrayim, they themselves are fighting and killing each other for the Eden to be able to leave Mitzrayim. That's what's unique about this Ness. 
even more so, the Rebbe says. In Teira, there's also nature. There's also standards of Teira. And the basic standard of Teira is, as the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya, Perik Zayim, Perik Ches, that Birurim, we can refine and elevate only Klippus Neiga. Gimel Klippus Atmeis, we can't reach, we can't elevate, you have to be Deichet. That's usually the standard and the klal and the nature of Teira. In this case, the Bechayrim of Mitzrayim, which represents the lowest clip of Gimel Klippus Atmeis, they themselves are demanding and are elevated and are pushing for the Eden to leave Mitzrayim. So this represents pushing the boundaries, going beyond the boundaries of, of, of Teira, that you can't be mevarer, Gimel Klippus Atmeis, and, and even they themselves are pushing for the Eden to come out of Mitzrayim. So therefore this is Anes Godel, going even not only against the nature in the Welt, but against the nature and the standard of Teira. That's what's unique about the Ness of Shabbos HaGodl. So the Rebbe says the same could also be said regarding Misas Miriam. The Alter Rebbe in Tanya, in Igeres HaKadosh, brings the Maimah Chazal, Lomen Ismecha Misas Miriam, Leparshis Pora Aduma, Loimalacha Ma Pora Mechaperes, Af Misasen Shal Tzadikim Mechaperes. Just like Pora Aduma brings a Kapore, the Misa of Tzadikim, and in this case Miriam, also brings a Kapore. And the Alter Rebbe there in Igeres HaKadosh explains, just like Pora Aduma is able to be metayed a yid from Gim from Gimel Klippus Atmeis from Davia Vaisatuma, which is much lower than Klippus Noiga, so too the Misa of Atzadik brings a kapara to the world and elevates even those that fell into the lowest place of Zdainis, which is lower than Klippus Noiga, and he is able to elevate even those people. That's what happens when a tzaddik passes away. So the yard site of a tzaddik brings a great hashpa poil Yeshua's beker of audits in the world. If so, this idea of what happens on the day of Misas Miriam is also an element of his hapcha chashaychel in we're, we're reaching the place of darkness and elevating even the lowest place. So therefore the Rebbe says we can now understand why on the day of Yud Nisan, which is the Yartzit of Miriam, we're pushing off commemorating the nest of Shabbos HaGadol. Two Shabbos instead of on Yud Nisan. The Rebbe explains this based on what it's known in the that Tkiya Shafer on Shabbos, you don't blow Shafer if Rosh Hashanah is Chal Shabbos. And the reason that's explained with the Gemara says the reason is because the person might come to carry the Shafer in Rosh Hashanah. But in Chesilis it explains that the deeper reason is because Shabbos accomplishes what the Shafer has to accomplish. You don't have to blow Shafer because for the most part Shabbos already has accomplished that. So therefore, besides saying the Psuki Shafer is, you don't have to blow Shafer. Similarly, the Rebbe says over here, Benigayat to Yud Nisan. Since it's the yard site of Miriam, once Miriam passed away, and this brings a great Yeshua on this day, and the Yeshua on the day of Atzadik or Atzadikis that passes away brings the Kerava Oretz that elevates from the deepest Chashaycha from a place of Zedainis. So that accomplishes already what the Ness, commemorating the Ness of Shabbos HaGad, Lamakim Mitzrayim B'chereim, accomplishes. It's the same thing. Lamakim Mitzrayim B'chereim is also an Indian of his Hapkach Sheikh and So generally, it's been accomplished already on Yud Nisan through the yard site of Miriam. So therefore, we don't commemorate the Ness of Shabbos HaGad on Yud Nisan. Rather, it's pushed off to Shabbos HaGad. That's uh, the connection. So it's not just a side thing that's causing it to be pushed off. It's the, the Miriam, the Yartzet of Miriam accomplishes that in you already. The Rebbe concludes and says, now we can see the connection to Parshas Tzav. First of all, Benigate, the Shivas Yimea Miluim. The Alter Rebbe in Lukototayde explains that in this week's Parsha it speaks about the Yimea Miluim. The word Miluim means to fill in. To fill in what? To fill in what's lacking. What's the main, the main thing that has been lacking since Sheshis Yimea Breshis? The moon has, is lacking its light 
that it originally had when it was created. So that Pagam of the Levana, which represents the general Chesoran and Helen the Hester that exists in Svirus Amalchos and in the world in general, is going to be now filled in the first time when the Mishkan was built, this is the beginning of the process to fill in that lack in the world, which will ultimately be completed when Mashiach comes, and the Levana will be filled in and have its own source of light, just like the sun itself. And this represents taking Sfiris Malchus, taking the place of Helen the Hester, that exists in the world, that existed in the nighttime now, when the Levana does not shine the way it should, and there's night, and there's darkness. And we will fill in and reveal light even in that place of darkness. So the parashat, which discusses the first time the Mishkan is being put up in the Shiva Simea Meluim, is connected to the very same theme of And the Rebbe says a very similar thing, and interestingly, in the, in the word Sav, which is the name of the parasha, so Chazal say that Sav is used in the Pasik regarding Avedi Zara, regarding commanding for Avedi Zara. So on one hand, the term Tzav is connected to Avedi Zara. At the same time, in our parsha, though, it's being used as a zeros to be mezaris, to do a mitzvah, and even a mitzvah that there's a chesar and kiss. And also it says that the name, the word that is Tzav, the name of the parsha, is Gematria 96, which is the same Gematria as the two names of the Eivish, the Kael and Adnai. So we're taking that same word Sav of Avedizara and it's Gematria Kael Adnai, which is the theme of Ishapchech, Shaykhel and Ahayre. So that is the thread and the theme that runs through the th- three points over here of this Sikha, Shabbos HaGadol, which is commemorating Lamakim Mitzrayim B'chereyem, that's Ishapchech, Shaykhel and Ahayre, and the Mises Miriam, which elevates even from the lowest place, it brings a kapod upon Yeshua's Bekerev Aretz, which is also an Indian of Ashafchach Sheikh and and the building of the Mishkan, beginning the Shlemus and the Milui of the Levana, which is the process of being Mahapech, the Chaysha Chalayla, and Ta'ir, which is going to be lost at Lavai, the Indian of Ashafchach Sheikh Lenahayre, may it be, be Meheira, be Yameinu Mamish.